Welcome back to episode 199, almost 200, of Your Best Year Starts Here. And seriously, Nigel, I know we've said this a bunch of times and we've talked about consistency and all those kinds of things. So let's not jump onto that one. But how do we get to 199, nearly 200 episodes? I I really, you know, that first time we sat down to record the podcast in your house, I wasn't entirely sure we were even going to get out the four episodes that we recorded on that day. You know, I was like, I don't know if this is going to go anywhere or not. I don't know. And to think that almost four years later... We're still here. We're still doing it. Is um, it's pretty miraculous, actually. I think one of the reasons it's worked is because we don't care who takes the credit. Yeah. Even though you do most of the work, just yep. like share that. Yeah. We don't care how many words each one say, and I normally say more because I interrupt more. <laughs> what we care about is making sure our guests of our podcast are getting value, and we invite them in a way into our homes, yep. and we treat them as guests, and we want them to leave with an experience that says. There's value here. Let's see if we can share it. And if some episodes don't rock their boat, and after doing 199, I'm sure some don't, Yeah, that's okay. Because if you go to someone's house 199 times, one or two meals will be crap. Yep. If you come to my house, trust me, it happens on a Thursday. Um, so, <laughs> but what I'm saying is... Is that the that, day you cook? Yeah, well, it's the day, <laughs> the day before the big meal. But if you want to perfect the art of customer service or customer excellence, you have to show up, deliver under promise over to you know all that stuff the problem is it's perfecting the art of just getting better and giving people stuff that we think they'll want that we think they'll need more than the stuff that we want to share because right now there is so much turbulence going on in the world there is you know cost of living there is electricity there's gas stuff going on and people are now worried how they're going to survive the next two and a half months well the way you survive is by looking at what you're doing and ramping it up, going back to your existing customers and making sure what you're doing is phenomenal. Yep. Because if you're not, what's going to happen is your competitors are going to be doing this. Yep. And you've got to really find a way of really ramping up, cranking up all the words we've used to give people that extra experience. And if you looked at someone like Disney, and I know you've been and we've shared about mm-hmm. Disney, why do people go back to Disney and it's expensive. Yep. It's because of this experience. Yeah. Well, Why do customers come back to you? But but also, let's get this. Just, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Disney, okay. You go to a Disney theme park, you get in the queue for one of the rides, right? You're standing in the line and you think you're almost at the ride. What happens? You go around a corner and you're still in the line. Okay. And it happens time and time again. But they put things in the line. To make it interesting. To keep, you mean they to keep, do that choppy music, you're an important customer, please wait, we know you're listening. But it's my point, they, they, they do stuff to make it entertaining while you wait. They do stuff yeah. to help you in, you know, no one wants to wait in line, no one wants to wait in the queue, nobody wants to do that. But they try and make it more enjoyable than they have to. Because Neil, they could, they could put anything client, there and people would still join the line. But Neil, if you yeah. asked your clients, what do you do when clients are waiting in line in your store on the phone, most of the time it's the same message. We know you're important. Well, if you know you're important, you give us some value. Yep. 
And so let's let's use Disney as, as the example at the moment. And what's really interesting, I've been watching that. I've been reading about Disney Plus on their subscribers thing. They've mm-hmm. now taken over Netflix. Now that is just amazing because, in theory, most of us have got lots of the Disney products. Yep. But they've been so clever in in ramping up the way they're keeping their subscribers that they're making it so enticing for a, a generation. Remember the old days. Do you, do you know what who Touchstone Pictures are? Uh, I know their films. Okay, but that's Disney. Okay. What what Disney didn't want to do was to send someone like you to a Disney film because in your mind you'd be going, "Oh, it's going to be babyish. It's going to be Snow White and Devil So they changed the name to Touchstone Pictures, and all of a sudden everyone went, "Oh, that's a good film." Okay, it was still Disney production. That now so, that now explains why there's so many Touchstone Pictures Pictures films on Disney Plus. But <laughs> well, well, that's the reason. But here's the point: What could you do? We've spoken about communication on many episodes, but what could you do to change the way you're talking to your customers? Can we just pause this for one second? Yep. Okay, and we're back. Um. I'm not entirely sure what happened there because something weird happened with the tech when we paused it, but we're back and we just had a bit of a conversation that wasn't recorded. So, um, <laughs> this, this is always interesting because I just speak from the heart. So I have to try and remember where I was, but what I'm saying is Disney together with other businesses have changed the way they keep people entertained. Yeah. I was going into a hotel not that long ago and next to me was a little step and a much smaller counter. So kids could check in to the hotel themselves, to make them feel important. That's cool. My speaking buddy, Jeff Ram, talked about a story for his son. We went to a train station, and there wasn't a ticket for him, and he was gutted because he wanted a ticket. And the ticket master wrote out a special ticket for him. You know, so those cool. type of things is making sure that we're listening to our customers, listening to our clients, delivering what they want, and really perfecting the art of customer service. The problem is, what we do is we do just enough to keep them, and yep. then we wonder why they go elsewhere. Yep. What we have to do, especially in these three months, is every single client we've got, why are they with us? Yep. What can we do to retain it? And why are they recommending us? And if they're not recommending you, I've got to tell you, it's because you're not doing a good enough job. I think the other thing to add in there is um, going into next year, how many of them do you want? Do you actually well, want that, all that of those clients? To quitting some of your clients. Yep. But, you know, some of your clients aren't adding value and you need to let them go. And instead of coming from scarcity... It's okay to let them go. Yeah. Well, it's it's that it's that law of vacuum thing, isn't it? Right? You know, you make the space and it fills. But yeah. if your if your diary is already full, there's no room for anybody else. And so, if your diary is full of like clients that are the wrong clients, or you know, your shop is full of stock that's the wrong stock, or you know, whatever business you're in, whatever it is you do, the space you've got fills. I've got a, a friend of mine actually that put something on um, social media a few days ago. And they were saying how they lived in a one-bedroom flat like a year ago, two years, two years ago. I'm not sure which one-bedroom flat. They're now in a three-bedroom house, and they're like, "How have I managed to fill a three-bedroom house? There's still only me living in it." And it's that exact thing of you filled it because you have the space, and you've seen things, and you've gone, "Well, I, I know where I can put that." Right, and that's what happens to all of us all the time, isn't it? You know, when there's a space available, the the world somehow seems to have a way of filling that space up, whether that is a room that's sitting empty and we fill it up with stuff, whether that's a diary that's got a spare day in it and suddenly, you know, other people are booking appointments for us or whatever. That's just the way the world works, right? And so it's that appreciation of how do I want to fill my time? 
How do I want to fill my space? How do I want to fill things in my life? But also, what do I need to let go of to make room for something new? You know, I remember you ages ago on one of these episodes talking about, you know, chucking out old food from your fridge before you put the new food in. Yes, yeah, it's, it's that same kind of thing, right? Which, by the way, if there's any leftovers in your house, I want that fancy bread and the Risner chicken soup because those things are always amazing. Just, just, just so you're aware of that one. Well, so don't come on a Thursday. We've had this from episode last week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's, it's come like Friday or Saturday or Monday. Monday or something in it that's when it's there so so here's another point so I'm going to ask you to look at all of your clients right now and ask yourself are they guests are they clients are they friends are they foes Mm -hmm. because if they're a guest you want them to come back if they're a friend you want to treat them in a certain way but if they're just a foe why are you keeping them and what are you scared of yep because turnover really is vanity. It's not sanity at all. Yep. And having loads of filing cabinets, loads of people that are just never buying, you know, we've got a full cabinet, or if you're an estate agent, you've got lots of listings, but you're not selling them. At yep. some point, give some of those listings to your biggest competitor. Yep. Because let them deal with some of this stuff. Yep. You know, it, it, it's hard work. You know, I've mentioned this over the last three years. We're coming up to the time where I decide which two clients I don't want to work with next year. Yep. And it's always great fun because there's a point where I don't get my cameras, chocolate and diet coke. I'm not introduced properly or whatever the reason might be. But I know, like you just said, we'll get another two clients yep, and we'll get better clients who'll pay better fees. But the problem is when you come from scarcity, you just get more scarcity. Yep. And when you come from abundance, and this is hard because right now, Things are not easy for people. Yep. So we're, we're we're taking every little bit of scraps because we feel that's all there is. And there are times where you have to do that. <clears throat> and I don't disagree. And I normally do it at the very beginning of the year. The very first speech I get at the very beginning of the year, it doesn't matter what the fees are, I want to do it to get myself back on the road. Yep. It, do you know what? It's a bit like, again, On I've been to some like markets in some other countries where they really value the first customer. And so if you're the first person that goes to buy something and it's one of those environments where you like haggle, if you know you're genuinely the first customer of the day, you've got the upper hand because there, you know, there's almost like a superstition that says if the first customer doesn't, doesn't buy, no one's going to buy, right? So they're desperate to get like a score on the door. And so if you want to negotiate, like get there early and be the first customer. It's, it's so as simple as that. So the back of the market where you know Pretty much, yeah, yeah, pretty much. And, and you know, and, and that thing that, you're trying to get for less than they normally sell it for that's that's the one time you might get it and you know i've I've seen market traders in places like turkey for example literally kissing the note and putting it in a different pocket to where they put everything else because it was the first one of the day you know so if anyone sees neil at a sunday market don't discount discounts a swear word let's end it on that (laughs) see you next week